Question 151. What are those aggravations that make some sins more heinous than others? Answer. Sins receive their aggravations, one, from the persons offending, if they be of riper age, greater experience, or grace, eminent for profession, gifts, place, office, guides to others, and whose example is likely to be followed by others. Two, from the parties offended, if immediately against God, his attributes and worship, against Christ and his grace, the Holy Spirit, his witness and workings, against superiors, men of eminency, and such as we stand especially related and engaged unto, against any of the saints, particularly weak brethren, the souls of them or any other, and the common good of all or many. 3. From the nature and quality of the offense, if it be against the express letter of the law, break many commandments, contain in it many sins, if not only conceived in the heart, but breaks forth in words and actions, scandalize others, and admit of no reparation, if against means, mercies, judgments, light of nature, conviction of conscience, public or private admonition, censures of the church, civil punishments, and our prayers, purposes, promises, vows, covenants, and engagements to God or men, if done deliberately, willfully, presumptuously, impudently, boastingly, maliciously, frequently, obstinately, with delight, continuance, or relapsing after repentance. 4. From circumstances of time and place, if on the Lord's day or other times of divine worship, or immediately before or after these, or other helps to prevent or remedy such miscarriages, if in public or in the presence of others who are thereby likely to be provoked or defiled. Question 152. What doth every sin deserve at the hands of God? Answer. Every sin, even the least, being against the sovereignty, goodness, and holiness of God, and against his righteous law, deserveth his wrath and curse, both in this life and that which is to come, and cannot be expiated but by the blood of Christ. Question 153. What doth God require of us, that we may escape his wrath and curse due to us by reason of the transgression of the law? Answer. That we may escape the wrath and curse of God due to us by reason of the transgression of the law, he requireth of us repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ, and the diligent use of the outward means whereby Christ communicates to us the benefits of his mediation. Question 154. What are the outward means whereby Christ communicates to us the benefits of his mediation? Answer. The outward and ordinary means whereby Christ communicates to his church the benefits of his mediation are all his ordinances, especially the word, sacraments, and prayer, all which are made effectual to the elect for their salvation. Question 155. How is the word made effectual to salvation? Answer. The Spirit of God maketh the reading, but especially the preaching of the word, an effectual means of enlightening, convincing, and humbling sinners, of driving them out of themselves, and drawing them unto Christ, of conforming them to his image, and subduing them to his will, of strengthening them against temptations and corruptions, or building them up in grace, and establishing their hearts in holiness and comfort through faith unto salvation. Question 156. Is the word of God to be read by all? Answer. Although all are not to be permitted to read the word publicly to the congregation, 
Yet all sorts of people are bound to read it apart by themselves and with their families, to which end the Holy Scriptures are to be translated out of the original into vulgar languages. Question 157. How is the Word of God to be read? Answer. The Holy Scriptures are to be read with a high and reverent esteem of them, with a firm persuasion that they are the very Word of God, and that He only can enable us to understand them, with desire to know believe and obey the will of God revealed in them, with diligence and attention to the matter and scope of them, with meditation, application, self-denial, and prayer. Question 158. By whom is the word of God to be preached? Answer. The word of God is to be preached only by such as are sufficiently gifted and also duly approved and called to that office. Question 159. How is the word of God to be preached by those that are called thereunto? Answer. They that are called to labor in the ministry of the word are to preach sound doctrine, diligently, in season and out of season, plainly, not in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, faithfully making known the whole counsel of God, wisely applying themselves to the necessity and capacities of the hearers, zealously, with fervent love to God and the souls of his people, sincerely aiming at his glory and their conversion, edification, and salvation. Question 160. What is required of those that hear the word preached? Answer. It is required of those that hear the word preached that they attend upon it with diligence, preparation, and prayer, examine what they hear by the scriptures, receive the truth with faith, love, meekness, and readiness of mind as the word of God. Meditate and confer of it, hide it in their hearts, and bring forth the fruit of it in their lives.